Mic check 212. This is Eli Roush. I don't know about you. This is Aftercast 28 coming at you live straight. You already know what it is. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com. Photo, video, digital media production. Well, everybody, it's been about two or three weeks since I've recorded. I will be honest, I was overwhelmed a little bit at the end of 2021. I was trying to crank out as many movies as I could, TV shows for the end of the year, and I just got overwhelmed with the reviews. I ended up having to consume, uh, I don't know, like 10 or 10 or 15 movies in like a week, and it was just impossible to watch them and record all of the videos so what i would recommend doing is basically go check out the top 10 videos top 10 uh, films of 2021 and you'll get my hot takes on all the other movies that pretty much i watched uh within the last two to three weeks um so that was uh kind of the beginning of january and the uh Second week of January, I kind of started to lose my voice. I thought I was going to get sick, and I, I, I wasn't saying I wasn't not sick. I was just like, my uh, my, my voice was kind of going, um, it was going, it was like really soft, and uh, I just didn't think that I had the energy on top of uh, working during the day to create interesting and lively videos. So what I might start doing is implementing maybe a two to three week break around uh the beginning of 2021 sorry uh, at the beginning of the year every year just to kind of have a, a a couple catch up weeks just for uh my mental sake for everyone else's mental sake uh just so that I can kind of realign um where I am in the timeline of recording things trying to get my personal life straight as well um just kind of get all my ducks in a row and to be honest, uh, if I had been recording in the last two to three weeks, I just don't feel like my heart would have been in it. And something important I found about, you know, hobbies, obviously, not just my podcasting, but I really enjoy doing podcasting, but I don't really enjoy being forced to podcast. So I would almost rather give you less material, but it be higher quality material and you're actually enjoying the stay than uh, pumping out just half-assed uh, reviews. So just kind of going forward, just so everybody knows, there might be like a, a one to three week lull around January, just so I can get all the movies I can pumped out in that first week, because uh, there's a lot of times I'm cramming at the end of the year, trying to get my best of list. And it's all for it's all in service of you, the listener. I'm trying to get as much content um, under my belt and watched and reviewed so that, you know, you can hear, uh, first takes and what, you know, what's hot, what's not kind of thing. Um, so, um, just understand that, you know, I'm not going anywhere. I just want to kind of implement a little bit more of a break system because pumping out, uh, one review every week doesn't sound like too much, but when it adds up from, um, watching a two, let's just say a two-hour movie or a 10-hour show that's a lot of hours during the week plus you got to record all of the stuff it's just a lot of content to pump out on top of working a real job and this is obviously right now I'm not being paid full-time if at all to podcast 
So maybe in the near future, I'll have more time and more funding to do that. But as of right now, I would like to just kind of preface that bumper that there will probably be some breaks at the beginnings of the year um, just to kind of realign everything. Um, so yeah, it's been a minute since uh, we've been on the aftercast. I got to say that I the last aftercast was about t- number 27. For anyone that's new in the podcast and just joining the Lucky Dog podcast, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for rating. Thank you for subscribing. Whatever you're doing to support the podcast, I absolutely appreciate it. My hands are together. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, aftercasts are the cast that we have uh, in between movie reviews. So anything that's not uh, right on the money of like a movie review or a TV review, maybe we're talking about something in the news, maybe we're talking about something in the weather, maybe just something random or just a conversation with a couple of my buddies or friends or guests will probably be uh, under the aftercast. So, um. Yeah, we are on Aftercast 28, and I, I kind of like to give a little summation or roundup of what's happened over the course of the past uh, few months since the last Aftercast. So, it's been a minute since I've really talked about it. Uh, I want to say it was like in the middle of late October to mid-November was the last Aftercast. And by the way, we try to have them about once a month, but like I said, we were a little overwhelmed in the last couple months, so last couple weeks, so that's why we're a little late getting this Aftercast out. But... um. Normally, we do start off with a little bit of, you know, the COVID news just to kind of get that out of the way. I, I think it's important to kind of just mark where we are in the uh, statute of things of the pandemic. Um, we don't have to talk about it long. Um, just in the last couple months or last couple, like two, one to three months, Omicron was the variant that over surpassed Delta. And from what we can tell, basically anybody that's Vaxxed, boosted is not getting nearly as sick with Omicron. However, there's still a, a big, large population of people that are sick in the hospital. Um, and so it's it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of deal. And so I don't really want to touch too much about it. Um, but it does appear from basically from all scientific facts that if you have the vaccine, if you have the boost... You can still get sick, you can still shed the virus, you just may not get as sick and you may not shed the virus as much. It seems to be it's all about the how much you shed of the virus. I um might depend on how how much you're going to how sick you're probably going to be. I'm not saying this is for sure, but this is what it kind of sounds like. Like if you don't seem to have many symptoms, you don't seem to be as uh you don't seem to be shedding the virus nearly as much. Now that makes sense to me as someone that's not a doctor or any in any medical field. That does make sense to me. So um, I think that's probably why Omicron is starting to peter out now. Alongside the at-home test that we are apparently getting sent to at home, and this is all in the U.S., by the way. Uh, I'm on the East Coast. Uh, they've approved, I think the government approved to send four at-home tests, COVID tests, to every home in America or something like that, which ideally would be great. The problem is Omicron seems to be one of the hardest to detect of the COVID viruses um, with using the at-home rapogen test, I believe. So it's the PCR test that I'm hearing that is the really expensive test, but it's way more accurate. So uh, to the extent of when I'm hearing 
other people getting possibly sick, they're not even telling them to go get a test anymore. They're just saying, go ahead and isolate. Just assume you have it. So there might be a number of reasons why Omicron's kind of teetering in the numbers at this point. And I obviously, just like Delta, I hope it completely dwindles down all the way. But I think what people are predicting is this is going to be an epidemic, I believe, which just means it's like a seasonal type thing. And eventually, hopefully the um, virus uh, peters out. It, you know, if there comes another variant, it's just what be, what's happening is it becomes more transmissible, but it becomes less deadly, hopefully. But once again, I'm not a medical professional. This is just like uh, research I've been trying to find from like NPR sources and other um, you know, sources that are reported online. So go ahead and do your own research to make sure that's all accurate and uh, dandy. And of course, everything is subject to change because we're in the freaking uh, the multiverse of madness right now is what it feels like. So, um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to give an update. I, for my sake, I like going back and listening to the aftercast and hearing where we're at, um, uh, regarding the pandemic. I know it's not always the most lively thing to hear, but I got to say that, um, it does help me mentally understand where we are in the timeline. We are like two years into the pandemic. So, uh, it's, it's, it, it can get a little wonky. So, um, yeah, uh, that's about all the COVID craziness I can talk about right now. I know there's a lot of uh, speculation going on with uh, Joe Rogan's podcast on Spotify. He has like a $100 million deal for the next 10 years with him. And apparently he's the things he's saying on his podcast are a little bit uh, dangerous and possibly misinforming of uh, the COVID protocols. And uh as someone that does podcast and tries to be as factual and informative as possible, it is kind of, uh, it's dismaying a little bit to the the service of podcasting. I believe that it's, it's an all service of giving opinions what podcasting is. Unless you are a medical professional, I really do think that you should, you know, kind of pipe down or be very frank that you were not an expert. And I don't know if he's using that platform in that way. So I'm I'm a little bit distrusting of Spotify at this moment. I'm I'm kind of dismayed about them. I know this whole Neil Young Joe Rogan uh, versus type thing. There Neil Young says he's he can't deal with the misinformation from Joe Rogan. So they said remove his fucking music and they are. And several other artists are following suit. Um so yeah, I'm uh I I I've got some opinions about it. Mostly, I just think as a podcaster, I think it's just dangerous to kind of have that information. Um, but once again, you need to do your own information. You need to do your own research. Um, make sure it's well-rounded research. Don't just go down a, a, a tunnel of just hearing all the same thoughts and feelings that you, you want to hear. It's like, oh, yeah, this definitely works and this definitely doesn't work. You know, I very much want to look at both sides of the spectrum of this whole uh ideology because it's it's something that's important it's something that affects everybody and it's obviously something we all want to get behind we all want to get through it's not like anybody wants this to continue on in my opinion i don't i can't i can't imagine anybody wants this pandemic to continue um so yeah let's uh let's hop on over to another subject of uh what we've been watching recently what we haven't really been uh podcasting about i got to tell y'all one of my new favorite television shows i'm already i've watched it once um 
and I'm already halfway through it again. I like rewatching is part of the reason I probably need to podcast and stop rewatching shit. Um, uh, normally I never do that, but it's Station Eleven. Now going kind of along the si- the same lines of uh, living through this pandemic, one thing I've realized is the majority of television and movies are trying to stray away from really discussing the pandemic at all and. I can totally understand that. As someone that's trying to use television and movies as an escapism, um, I could definitely see why nobody wants to kind of see that reflected in media. However, if it is reflected in media, I got to say Station Eleven feels more than entertaining, but absolutely therapeutic. So just uh, without going into really any details about it, it's loosely based off of a kind of a pandemic in the same way that we're going through right now but it's so much more than that it's not like it might show like the minutia details of the breaking down of civilization which you're like oh my goodness that sounds like a lot to handle and I will say the first episode was heavy but once you get through this season I like episode nine it took me till episode nine to realize I love the show and I just couldn't really put my thumb on it but it's not so much the fact that it's showing kind of the reflection of the end of the world in a way, uh, end of the civilization as we know it, but it's also pointing out how important art is and entertainment and community and the drive to push forward. And Patrick Somerville, I believe, is one of the writers and head runners, show showrunners, seems like a very knowledgeable guy when it comes to being kind of in touch with human emotion and understanding and station 11 might be in my top 10 shows of all time now i'm not saying it's perfect like that but with reasoning of how therapeutic it was now i realize that when i categorize television shows when i put my favorite favorite shows at at the top mr robot that's one of my favorite shows the Leftovers, another one of my favorite shows. Um, putting other shows like uh, uh, Station Eleven up there makes makes it seem even more relevant to me. Uh, looking at my list, that I like, uh, I like entertain. I like media that does way more than entertain me, but moves me to a point of like just awe and. I got to say that Station Eleven did that hand over fist. I Now, I, I can name a few cons with the, the show of how it probably didn't work in some ways, but the emotional highs this show is going to take you is gobsmack, gobsmacking. I was floored. I was full cylinder. I was head over heels for this show. Um, and just the way that they have these kind of character studies of just kind of following one one or two people in a in a show and kind of seeing how they have to deal with life and understanding just their entire background and in 50 minutes you basically understand every someone's motivation and how why they are the way they are it is harrowing and so this 10 hour show i think it's yeah it's 10 it's 10 um episodes actually I think they're actually 40-minute episodes, around 40 minutes to 50-minute episodes, 
give or take, on HBO Max, 10 episodes each, I I was so in it. I uh, I can't say enough good things about it. Um, absolutely therapeutic in all the ways I felt necessary. I, I wish more people were talking about it. I probably will go back and watch, um, sorry, I'll probably will go back and review at least the first episode just so I make sure people, I, I got to at least put my name out in the ether that says you got to watch this. Um, it's, it's on that level. So hopefully uh, as someone that's watched, uh, movies, TV and movies for over, what is 2018, uh, almost three to four years now since, since 2018, um, professionally as a podcaster, I guess you could say that I, I love this show and it definitely needs to be watched. Um, yeah. So once again, it's not really, it's in the guise of having kind of the breakdown of civilization, but it's really not so much about that. It's so it's about so much more. So, um, continuing on, what else do we have going on on the personal side of the Lekada podcast? Um, we are up to over three hundred subscribers on YouTube. I gotta thank every single one of you who has helped us out. Um, we've had great listenership on SoundCloud and all the other podcast platforms. Uh, thank you for that. I'm, it really makes me as a creator feel good that you like what you're hearing and that I'm producing at least half decent quality content that someone wants to listen to. Um, so I, I got to say thank you for all that. It makes me definitely feel good, especially the last three weeks. I saw the numbers go up. I figured that people were just going back and rewatching or re-listening to some of the videos and uh, podcasts that we had uh, that we had made. So, um, yeah, I can't, uh, can't thank you all enough. Once again, like, share, subscribe, whatever you can do to support the podcast. We have a Patreon that can help support the, the Creators Fund and creating more high-quality reviews and content. Um, and, yeah, anyone that's coming over from different communities, I appreciate you, you know, coming in and um, helping, helping us out and supporting us. I know I have a lot of people that have listened Coming in over from the uh, Double Toasted podcast, I've been a big, uh, been follow, I've been a big follower of that community for a long time, and there are some awesome people in that community. There's really tight, close knit group of people that basically we we're on uh, live streams every other night. So I, I'm a moderator as a on Twitch for Double Toasted. So you'll probably see me in the chat room there if you want to come hang out sometime. Um, ideally I'd like to get some more streaming under my belt, but it's just all about time at this point and energy. I, uh, I don't want to overcommit things. And right now I'm trying to stick to at least one piece of content, uh, per, per week. And then, uh, one exclusive piece of content on, um, Patreon per month. So yeah, be sure to check all of that goodness out. All of the, uh, links are in the description. Um, luckadogpodcast.com you can obviously go there and check out all the goodness that we have from the library to the audio reviews to the uh video reviews and all all the above so um as we kind of close on um aftercast 28 i do got to say i might have a small review for my uh xbox x sorry xbox series s uh halo infinite that i i specifically bought for it um i gotta say 
as someone who loved uh, the third Halo, I probably put way too many hours. I probably wasted my my uh, year twelve as an, uh, a a child, in, mostly in Halo Three, probably um, just hundreds of hours synced into it. So much fun that to buy it back now and just see what they've done with the game. It is so much more. Uh, I guess family friendly is not the right word to say, but they've removed the blood. I don't think they're cursing nearly as much. You know, the little goblin guy. I don't know what the goblin guys are. These little things are like, oh, oh, gosh, you know, that's always like talking about that and talking weird and stuff. He's like, oh, he's coming and just like crazy stuff. Um, it's in uh, the grunts and stuff like that. Like all the sound effects are all the same, but they have like this voiceover AI sounding uh very cartoonish uh feel to the game and it is rated teen now so it's just like it, it definitely feels like it's just uh bunted a little bit in ways that i'm not like loving it so i paid 60 dollars for a game i'm not really playing that much on top of the server not working hardly every time i got on uh halo infinite the server would basically tell me it's not working and i'd have to i'd have to jig it up or something like that so that it would uh finally get me online so it's just like the servers were god awful for halo infinite so basically long story short i am paying 24 dollars every three months i believe for their xbox pass of some sort which i'm pretty sure is uh two-thirds more than what i'm paying for ps the playstation network and the network's not even as good so i'm paying more for xbox but it doesn't even work nearly as well um if Warzone and Call of Duty was not free on there, I would seriously say that this is a kind of a waste of a purchase for me, and I probably would have um, returned it, but I'm just going to kind of keep it for now and sit on it as an asset. Might end up returning it, or I, I can't return it now because it's too late, but I'm just not 100% satisfied with an X, this Xbox. Now, I don't know if everyone's experiencing this uh, because I see so many people online and not really having this problem. I don't know if it's my Xbox. I don't know if it's just my internet. I don't think it is. Because Call of Duty is working fine. So, uh, I don't really know what to say. Um, and this is not a PlayStation Xbox kind of thing. I used to be an Xbox guy before I bought a PS4. So, what the heck they did in between that, I'm not really sure. Um... And I actually kind of prefer the Xbox controller, and that's about the only thing I prefer over the PlayStation. It's, uh, and maybe the streaming on it's a little bit easier on Xbox, but it's not like, it's not hand over fist that much better. It's not worth the extra buying a whole nother console for it. Like, I would almost rather have bought just a PlayStation and just said, fuck Halo, because I'm not even playing it. Um, but yeah, and apparently for these War Zones and these, all these online platforms, if you're doing multiplayer, a lot of them are free. I had no idea when I bought a Halo that I could have just got it for free. So I kind of did play myself on that. So if you are thinking about getting one of these, uh, how Fortnite is free to play online, you just have to pay for the additional stuff, uh, you dress your character up. It's kind of the same thing they did for, uh, it's Battle Royale essentially for all the other ones as well. Um, so yeah, I mix feelings on what they've done with the Xbox and coming as an Xbox head, sort of. Um, I'm just a little, I am disappointed. I do kind of feel like I wasted my money a little bit, but, um, 
yeah, I don't want y'all to make the same mistake. Um, maybe you're going to get a better Xbox. Maybe you don't even play Halo, so maybe it just is a completely different experience for you. Again, mine is the digital version, and uh, yeah, I was not pleased with my purchase. So, uh, anything else that we would like to cover before heading out on this Aftercast 28? I, I do appreciate everyone listening to the podcast. Um, that's kind of all I had to talk about from the pandemic, some gaming, what we've been watching. I do got to say I watched all of the Batmans on um, all the Batmans on HBO Max. That was so much fun. I watched Batman 89, Batman 92. Those are the two Burton movies. Um, and both with Keaton, then the third one Val Kilmer and then the fourth one with Clooney. It was fascinating to watch the different uh, dynamics of Batman in through over the course of the it was almost ten years. Um, it's almost it is fascinating to see how they didn't have like the same actor for even three of the movies. So um, I was thinking about doing a little Batman retrospective of those movies. I can't decide exactly how I'm going to do it, so I'm I'm going to be kind of vague, but I will release them on the patreon first so the patreon members are going to get exclusive batman content and then eventually i'll release it on the main feed but it won't be immediately so if you want to listen to some batman coverage of like uh michael keaton and then the george clooney the val kilmer of it all i'm i kind of want to see if i can think of a cool way to do it so i can kind of wrap them all into one um because it did feel like I was watching just one long series of Batman. It was it was kind of interesting. Um, maybe we'll do like a video of who I think is the best Batman of those of those ten years, um, or maybe just how they they have different takes on it. But uh, yeah, I'll kind of keep it vague. But I will say that that was a lot of fun. I do think out of the streaming wars right now, HBO Max is coming through. I heard that they have about twice as many subscribers as they did at the beginning of the year sitting around 75 million subscribers i believe which is quite impressive i know that uh they haven't gotten 100 percent positivity uh feedback from uh the actors and movie studios that are finding out all their movies are going straight to streaming but i think once they start seeing some of that money i think the they'll shut up pretty quick which it's going to be a double-edged sword like i love getting um, fresh movies directly to the streaming services, but I also do miss the, the theatrical experience. Um, I wouldn't be mad if there was like a one week difference or a two week difference, but I understand that that's not quite a lot of time to, to go out and see it in theaters. It probably will bunt a lot of people from going, uh, to theaters, which I think the argument could be made that a lot of people are just staying in. I did see uh, Dune and I saw Spider-Man last year in theaters and it was both amazing experiences. Um, but those are the type of movies you just feel like you have to see on big screen with a lot of people. And, um, you know, obviously be uh, be aware if it's just too damn busy and you just can't get in there. But I was I tried to get in there when it wasn't, you know, ridiculously overpacked. But oh, my gosh, so much fun. Um yeah, be sure to check out those reviews. We'll have some more reviews coming down the pipe. Don't worry. I appreciate you all sticking with the Look Dog podcast. Um, 
Hopefully this was an informative Aftercash 28. I hope everyone's having a good start to the new year. I don't think we've spoken to anybody since the new year because it's uh, 2022. Um, hope everyone has had a productive first month. It's almost the end of first the first month of 2022. Um, my birthday is actually next month. I'm pretty excited about that. No, I'm not. I lied. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be 28 on Tuesday and... I don't know what to think about that. Well, probably at the time, I think I will release this on my birthday. So, happy birthday to me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to try to continue with the, do our best to continue with the Tuesday release schedule. Tuesday, Wednesday release schedule. And, um, yeah, um, nothing too big to report on. Kind of wish I wasn't getting as old. I will say, you know, getting older has not been exactly uh luxury i guess but i i guess it could be worse it's better to get old than not to get old at all i guess i'm what is is that the same i don't know i'm making up shit but um uh you know i'll report as a 28 year old let me see i definitely feel like my forehead has gotten bigger in the last like four or five months and i'm not sure if it's from all the knowledge i'm learning all the reviews i'm trying to intake straight to the brain or if my hairline's receding. So I'm trying to be on the positive side with that. And uh, anyone that has seen me uh, has seen my hair. They, I got a head full of hair right now. And I, I generally would like to keep it. Please, God. Um, I, you know, I don't want it to recede at all. Don't, don't do me like this. And uh, I, I haven't completed my hopes and my dreams yet. So don't do me. Don't do me like this. You know, let me keep my some stuff. Please, um, I do got to say, I was in a car wreck two years ago, and this was kind of at the beginning of COVID. It was around, it was around February, actually, now that I think about it, and I absolutely messed up my neck, and for the majority of that year, I got to say, I was really uncomfortable thinking I was going to be in pain and uh, not able to function like a daily daily regular life without just kind of being experienced like soreness and pain um it eventually took me replacing my mattress replacing my uh, uh my pillow and then changing sleeping position to figure out and like three thousand dollars at the chiropractor which it felt like didn't do too much just kind of temporarily fixed it um that, but it really felt like the way I was sleeping. I, I was sleeping on my back on a really uncomfortable pillow, and that changed my sleeping position. And I would wake up, and I couldn't move. I felt like, not like I couldn't move out of bed. I was just so stiff waking up. I was like, what the hell? I can't live like this. And so I switched positions onto my side, and now I sleep on my side all the time, and I feel like a million bucks. So um, I can't really explain what I did or what, what happened, but... um. I did finally get out of that like fog and um it, the, the soreness and pain went away. And so, you know, if you're one of those people that had that type of experience and you're kind of you were going through something similar and uh it was a pretty stressful year for me. Uh that was a, that was a pretty rough year for me, not only from a physical but a mental with dealing with uh, my father during that year, but um it was uh it was quite a journey, and I got to say, I've never felt better since that. Um, so I am feeling pretty dang good these days, knock on wood. Um, 
that you know we can keep this up and everything but um yeah sometimes it just takes switching the position of how you sleep to change the whole game i really do feel like it was me just sleeping on my back was just destroying whatever my neck was going on in my neck and so um maybe that's all you have to try maybe just turning half a degree to the left might change the whole game and um it absolutely could so uh, you know hopefully in some maybe metaphorical way that uh my podcast is able to kind of uh, alleviate some sort of pain in your life or maybe just at least entertain you for 30 minutes if that um and inform you of some information uh yeah so maybe my podcast can be the the two degrees of separation that really puts you in the euphoria that you need so um i hope that was kind of uh interesting and helpful for anyone to uh experience and learn um and again, if you are new to the podcast, we have normally we are talking about TV movies and uh, media reviews. That's all on the normal, all on the feed, like a dot podcast, Apple Music. You can go on uh, Google Podcasts, I guess, and SoundClouds on the Castbox, on the TuneIn's, on the, the so many podcast players, as well as YouTube to watch the videos. Um, you can go on luckydollpodcast.com, find us all on there. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening, watching Lucky Dog Podcast. We could not do this podcast without you, um, without you, the listener. And um, yeah, thank you for listening, watching Lucky Dog Podcast. Like, like, share, subscribe, follow, whatever you can do to support the podcast. I would be eternally grateful. Um, so y'all take it easy. Be safe. And um, oh yeah, take it easy.